Thank you for listening to this audio recording from the pastoral team at Church of the Redeemer, an Anglican church in Greensboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to know more about Church of the Redeemer, its ministry, or its mission, then visit us online at RedeemerGSO.org. Lord, may the meditations of my heart, my mind, the words of my mouth be holy, acceptable, and pleasing unto you. For you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. To Cassian, Mary, William, Kiara, Irvi, Gonza, and Queen, and to all of God's people in Christ Jesus here at Church of the Redeemer, my true sisters and brothers in the faith, grace and mercy and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. For I thank God for you and often pray for all of you, being confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God for your baptism, for it is in and through your baptism on this night that God has reminded us all that we are all called to renounce our own will and to share in the service of Christ our Lord. It is in and through your baptism that God has reminded all of us that the way of Jesus Christ involves a commitment to a way of life marked by humility, by humble descent. For Matthew's gospel says that those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. You see, the way of humility that leads up begins when you are ready to give up your own will and renounce yourself in order to follow Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. And your baptism tonight is a sign to the church. It is a sign to the world that you are and have been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you are marked as Christ's own forever. And with God's help, we, your sisters, we, your brothers, we, your parents and godparents and sponsors, we, your family, with God's help, have committed to you and to one another to follow Jesus Christ as we together publicly seek to live for the glory of God and not for our own glory. To live for God's glory involves more than just renouncing your affections. To live for God's glory, it involves more than renouncing your interests. To live for God's glory involves more than renouncing even your possessions. To live for the glory of God requires a total denial of your total self. To live for God's glory means that you submit 
your entire life, your full self, totally to God. And your baptism tonight is a sign of your commitment to this way of life. Your baptism is a sign of our commitment to this way of life. For it is in and through your baptism that we are again reminded that we too have been united with Christ Jesus in his death and by it we all share in his resurrection. In the sacrament of your baptism, the church is reminded that our very life is only made possible in Christ's passage through death into life for us. And this life is the very life of God that God shares with us. And so the invitation before us this evening is an invitation to life. It is an invitation to live. For it is in and through the sacrament of your baptism that we are reminded that true life is a gift from God, the giver of all life. Oh, how I desire for you to live your lives as Jesus Christ. Yet I know, because I have experienced it, that you will be tempted daily to live according to the flesh and not according to the way of life offered to you in Christ. For it will be met with much uncertainty at times, a lot of wavering, second thoughts, even doubts and a lot of delay. But never forget these truths. You have been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you have been marked as Christ's own forever. When you are tempted like Adam, who in rebellion gave up the fruit of life in communion with God, do not forget that the Spirit of God lives in you, that you are a temple of the living God, and that God has given you the fruits of his Holy Spirit. Do not forget that you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. When you're tempted like the men and women in the days of Noah, who lacked ears to hear and eyes to see the patience of God, never forget God's ongoing faithfulness to you. Do not forget your baptism, for it is a sign that God has brought you through the waters into everlasting covenant, and you are his offspring, blessed you are blessed. Do not forget that you have been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit and you have been marked as Christ's own forever. When you were tempted like Abraham to do things your own way rather than submitting to the will of God, do not forget that you have been raised to new life in Jesus Christ and that the power of the Holy Spirit 
will sustain and guide you on paths of righteousness. Never forget that you have been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. When you are tempted like Israel to go back into slavery to all things foreign to God, do not forget that you are a servant of the living God, that you are free in Christ Jesus, that you are a servant of righteousness and obedience to God. For you have been marked as Christ's own forever. Church, sisters and brothers, beloved of God, my prayer for us this night is that we will attend the ears of our hearts, that we will faithfully welcome the following exhortation as though it is from a compassionate father to his daughters and sons, to Cassian, William, Mary, Gonza, Queen, and Chiara. We who were dead in trespasses, says Paul, we who were dead in sin, in which we once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that has always and continues to work in the sons and daughters of disobedience, we whose former lives, Paul says, were lived in the passions of our flesh, in which we carried out the desires of our bodies and minds, we were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of humanity. But on this most holy night, over 2,000 years ago, God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved you and I, even when we were children of wrath, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ Jesus, who suffered once for sin, the righteous for the unrighteous, so that he might bring you and I to God being put to death in the flesh and made alive in the spirit, raising us up with himself in the passing from death to life. God, in and through Christ Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, made us sisters and brothers. He made us heirs and partakers of victory over death. On this most holy night, God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, he opened unto in and through Christ of life eternal in the very life of himself in and through Christ Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. On this most holy night, God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us made us a way of peace with himself through our risen Lord Jesus Christ in whom we have obtained Access by faith into grace, which God has bestowed on us. On this most holy night, God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love not that he loved us, he secured for us a hope that does not disappoint, but is brought to completion in God's love, which has and is being poured into our hearts and life through the power of the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Tonight we profess faith, practice, and we bear witness to this great reality of our faith, to how God in the power of his spirit through the death 
and resurrection of his son lays claim to our entire lives. Tonight is the night we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who Paul writes is the image of the invisible God, God in flesh, the firstborn and Lord of all creation, who was, who is, and always will remain not only the very certainty on which our faith rests, but the beginning, the means, and the ends of all life. For Christ Jesus is our baptism. Tonight we celebrate the enduring mark of Christ Jesus, passage from death to life. Tonight we celebrate the resurrection of Christ Jesus himself, who has made possible our union to God, who is foundation of our faith. For Christ is our baptism. Tonight, in our profession of faith, in our meditations on God's holy word, and in and through the renewal of our baptismal vows before God and one another, we, the church, remember that it is by the power of the Holy Spirit of the living God that we have been made sons, daughters, and heirs of God, and fellow heirs with his son, Christ Jesus, for Christ is our baptism. Tonight we profess, tonight we proclaim our allegiance to the one of whom the Gospels bear witness, Christ our Lord. In our profession of faith, in our baptism and in our baptismal vows, in our feasting on the Holy Eucharist, and in our confession, we also bear witness to ourselves, to one another, and to the whole world concerning what it actually means to live what it means to be human, to live in community, to live as Jesus Christ, who though he was in the form of God, did not count it equality with God a thing to be grasped. But he made himself nothing, taking on the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. On this night, over 2,000 years ago, God highly exalted his son and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the risen Lord to the glory of God the Father. Cassian, Mary, William, Chiara, Gonza, and Queen, and all the beloved in the Lord, remember these promises of God. They have been made known to you in and through the very life, the very death, and the very resurrection of Christ Jesus. Do not forget that you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. For Christ is our baptism. Christ is the risen Lord. Amen.